jinkies. Oh, what's that gross book made out of skin? It's not a book. It's a tome made out of skin. Ew. What's it say? Behold the collected apocrypha of Stacy Ponder, the writer for Final Girl. And Anthony Hudson, the programmer for Queer Horror. And together they are... Oh my god! Don't read it out loud! Don't read it out loud! of Darkness! We're back. We're back again. Stately Gaylord's Manor is, uh... Well, okay, this is the problem with recording in advance of when the show airs and not doing a live show you see is that the day this comes out is also the day there is a new <sighs> mini album excuse me from mamamoo plus oh my god which is just just the name of the moon sun subunit and I'm so excited. It's going to be so... It is. Like, as of watching this, I'm I'm the crystal ball and I'm saying it is so gay. The stuff they've released so far, like, one song has come out with a video, everything. Like, it's just as gay as it can possibly be without explicitly being gay. Because, you know, they're not going to explicitly be gay. Because you can't do that. But there are workarounds. And they are working around it. Yeah, they are. Everything is coming up, Mama Moo. Uh, Moon Sun's gay. They, what, what? Like, Buell is in full, like, traditional Korean garb, male garb. Yeah, well, they're both in the traditional Korean wedding attire. And she's the man. Yes. But she has a norige tied at her waist, which is a, <gasps> an accessory for a woman. Oh my god, look, she still puts her spin on it. I, it just, it's like, it's butch femme shit going on. It's incredible. Like, then the other teaser where they're, like, in the, this, like, high school hallway, and it's, like, full greaser vibes with Buell, and then Solar and the girls all dancing together, all coordinated together. It's gonna, it's just incredible. Everything's coming between this today, and then the Mama Moo on tour. It's happening. It's happening. It's full like <laughs> Helena Marcos around these parts. We we have pretzeled ourselves. Yeah, it's a Mama Moose spring. Oh wow, it, it really is. But in the world of the podcast, oh right, itself, it is still animals run amok month. Mm-hmm. People enjoyed that last week that we're doing this. Oh, people went nut, and then they all suggested all their favorite movies, none of which we're doing. Right. (laughs) (laughs) One of them, one person got one movie right that we're going to do. You're correct. This is true. Um, But we're not doing that movie today. Oh, no, we're not. (laughs) Oh, boy. Today! (laughs) No, today, like last week's Tarantula's The Deadly Cargo, which came out in 1977. This week, we are staying in 1977 with another all-star cast. Oh, yeah. With a little movie called Tentacles. (laughs) Or, as it is known in the country of Greece, Tentacles. (laughs) <laughs> um, terrible 
that was really bad. Uh, and I gotta say, Tentacles, this is my first time seeing this, actually. And I gotta say, it's terrible. This movie is absolute gutter garbage. There are things I found so alluring about watching this movie. It's definitely like, get get people together, get drunk, and get confused. So confusing. <laughs> it is one of the most incoherent movies I've ever seen. Like, I, it's just one of those, as you watch it, you, you try to figure out why choices were made. <laughs> And you can't. That's a, a fool's task. <laughs> so so this is, yes, once again, predates the era of, you know, computers directing films. But I am convinced a bot made this movie. Like went back in time, like a, a Terminator Skynet blue sphere opened, ripped a hole through the, the space and time. And a computer came out and directed this movie and... That would make, that would actually clear some things up. There's just so much random shit. And there's so many sequences that just, it's the movie. It's not a movie. It's just long sequences stretched out forever. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it feels like a found footage film in the purest sense of that term. As in somebody found a bunch of shit and decided to try to edit something together out of it and make a story. <laughs> Yeah. And because, of course, Shelley Winters just happens to be there. Yeah. Listen, the the thing is that it's, Tentacles is an example <laughs> of, that's what I'm calling it. It is, there is so much promise in this film. There is so much promise. Look, it's a Jaws ripoff, 100%. Absolutely. Which is fine. You know a Jaws ripoff, like an Exorcist ripoff, isn't going to be good, but you don't care, necessarily. Um, speaking yeah. of Exorcist ripoffs, this was directed by a video Asinitis, and I think that's how you pronounce his name, who directed- that's not a condition? It, well, it is. You should talk to your doctor. <laughs> Doc, I got a video Asinitis. <laughs> oh, it burns. <laughs> Uh, he's directing here under the name Oliver Hellman, um, but he also directed Beyond the Door, which is a total exorcist ripoff, but yes. it's fun and crazy, and this is a Jaws ripoff, and it's not fun, and it's not crazy. It's just bad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of promise, because when the movie begins, the words appear on the screen. It's a Samuel, Samuel Z. Arkoff production. Oh. Your heart may start to pitter-pat when you remember he's the producer of, like, the Amityville Horror and the little girl who lived down the lane and damn. the town that dreaded sundown and, like, a, just a wide variety of movies. So you never really know what you're going to get, but you still get excited. And then, like, last week with the incredible cast, this week we have an, un like, the pedigree of this cast is amazing. <laughs> Like, I mean, actual Hollywood royalty. <laughs> we Shelley Winters, John Houston, and Henry Fonda. <laughs> like, what? Like, yes, that Henry Fonda, that John Houston, and of course, that Shelley Winters. Starring in a screensaver. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And like last week, 
This also stars Claude Akins, excuse me. This time he's not a fire chief, he's a sheriff. <laughs> and it also stars Bo Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And you say, Bo Hopkins of Sweet 16, co-starring Dana Kimball of Friday the 13th Part 3. And a uh, star of television's Dynasty, Bo Hopkins. That, that is exactly what I said. <laughs> Yes, I can't stand Bo Hopkins as an actor, actually. I think he's a terrible actor. And yet, if he's in it, I would get excited. (laughs) Well, he brings up all these warm fuzzies for you, clearly. He's one of those mushmouth actors that he doesn't enunciate very well. And he has no personality. Did you not have a drama teacher that said, like, you know, enunciate? or, Or makes you put the grapes in your mouth or whatever and you have to talk through it? Ugh. I've never had that. Uh, my, okay, it's it, in defense of my drama teacher, that never happened either. But, you know, there's people that they, they say put the thing in, or is that just The Godfather? Was that just how Brando filmed The Godfather? I don't know. So this cast, Thank this, you. this production team, all of this, this year, 1977, uh, it's a recipe for success. So how did it turn into such a disaster? By all means, it should, with those with those criteria, it should be wicked. Also, it's about a giant killer octopus. However, the giant killer octopus is entirely, like, rear projection. At best. <laughs> this, this movie, like, employs one of my favorite animals run amok techniques, which is, like, if you want to make it seem like an animal is really big... Just film it close up in slow motion and everyone will be fooled. (laughs) Every time. Every time. So there's a lot of that. Uh, It just... Yeah, Henry Fonda runs uh, the Trojan Company and they're digging a tunnel and the vibrations of their drills and shit uh, bother this giant octopus. And so the octopus, anytime it gets these vibrations from radios or something, it gets mad and it kills people. By, must kill. By eating their flesh and sucking the marrow out of their bones. Like they do. Like they do. There's a lot of, it's like, there's so much promise in the setup of this. Like, right away, a baby gets snatched off the shoreline by the octopus. That was cool. It was really well shot. Yeah, because one second, she's just watching the baby, watching the baby, watching the baby. A bus passes, baby's gone. And you just see, like, the mangled stroller floating in the ocean. Oh, my God. Doesn't that just, like, warm your heart? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, and then you have Shelley Winters as Tilly Turner, Ugh. playing the older sister of John Houston. <laughs> Meanwhile, in real life, he's 15 years older than her, but, <laughs> but looks 30 years older than her. But she's the older sibling. Well, because of course, a woman of a certain age can only be a crone. And I was into it at the beginning because I'm like, you have these two old ass siblings who live together still. He's like an investigative journalist. So a position after my heart, for sure. Uh, And they just like bicker and share memories. And I'm just like, yes, give me these siblings. I want the whole movie to be about them. Absolutely. Because also that doesn't really happen. A movie about two like much older siblings. (laughs) That doesn't happen, let alone you have 
sweet ass like prog whale music playing in the beginning. <laughs> and then you see Shelley Winters in her <laughs> I mean her comically oversized bizarre like Dutch sombrero that she's wearing. <laughs> This is, if I could sum up the problem with Tentacles in one example, it would be the fact that early on in the movie, Shelley Winters, as Tilly Turner, expresses how much she loves to scuba dive. And to me, that is a promise in a water-based horror movie. Right? That we are going to see a scuba diving Shelley Winters. It should be Chekhov's scuba diving Shelly Winters. Yes, at, at one point, she's gonna suit up, and she's gonna go fight the octopus herself. So when the credits roll at the end, and I have not seen Shelly Winters even touch water. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, fight a giant octopus. Mm-hmm. I mean, three strikes right there. You're out. Never mind all the other problems with this movie. Like that it's bad. It's really boring. Like, I hate to use that word with movies, but it's really dull. I have to admit, okay, so I have never done this with a Gaylord's Watch. Um, but I felt, I heard the voice of Stacy. Like, like, it was like I was dying on the ice planet Hoff. And off in the distance, I see a, a force ghost of Stacy who appears and says, I just walk fast forward to the parts of Real Housewives I don't like. <laughs> and then I thought, do I have the power? And I did. I found it within myself. And I started fast forwarding. I mean, I was still watching to see that I wasn't missing anything. But I'm like, if it's a 15 minute sequence of just fins flapping around in the water as people are diving and there's no talking because they're underwater. Yeah, scuba diving sequences in movies, unless it's Shelley Winters, or you're gonna gonna fight a zombie. (laughs) Because otherwise, it is really boring. It's quiet. This movie is, again, it's incoherent, and so the music comes in at strange times, and there often isn't any. There'll just be a noise. That doesn't make any sense. It's just, it's just a fucking mess. It's, it's honestly, I think it's one of the worst movies we've ever covered. (laughs) It's really bad. It's really bad. Like there's a sequence where the Solana beach, which is where this is all taking place, right? The Solana beach annual junior yacht race, which is like 15 minutes long. It's Shelley Winters holding up a walkie-talkie to her face, but we don't actually hear what she's saying. Meanwhile, there's some person telling a story, but they're not on screen. And who are you, person telling the story? And it's just like, what is going on? And it's like 10 minutes, and this kind of thing happens repeatedly. And you don't really see people engaging with the giant octopus because clearly they didn't have a giant octopus. Occasionally a, a, a tentacle <laughs> over the side over the side of the boat. But that's it. We get two two scenes where there's like a piece of coral falling off of an underwater cliff and then there's an ink fart and then <laughs> and then we assume somebody dies. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> and then the, the fucking octopus at one point starts breathing heavy like it's Joe Spinell and Maniac. Oh, like, what? I love that. <laughs> it's an octopus. There's, hey, don't knock everything, though. There's also the end when Will, that was Bo Hopkins, right? Mm-hmm. When Will, because uh, he has like his SeaWorld job <laughs> where he trains orcas. And so he takes his two orcas with him to go kill the octopus. And he literally says to this orcas at one point, I'm asking you to help me kill this octopus. <laughs> oh, he gives a full pep talk to them. He's like on a boat. The orcas are in a cage getting ready to be released to the octopus. And he's like, now listen, I know that if you, if you just want to swim away, that's okay with me. And when I first met you, Ah, no, it's just like, dude, they're whales. They don't give a fuck. They just want to eat seals. Yeah, and meanwhile, then we get the fight scene, which I I'm, I choose to believe it wasn't a real octopus. I am doing the same. But it is clearly two orca hand puppets. Yep. Uh, fighting with an octopus. Yep. And the orcas are screeching like cheetahs. <laughs> That like wow wow wow, you know that, <laughs> that 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 like Wilhelm scream jungle noise, kid jungle cat noise. Yes, exactly like, that. You did it. You did a good version of it too. Oh, thank you, thank you, Lady Police. Academy. Lady Police Academy. There she is. <laughs> but the whales are doing that. You have the heavy breathing octopus. All of this, and then it just ends, and Bo Hopkins is like, "I'm gonna go on a safari." <laughs> <laughs> He's a little Penny Marshall adjacent. He is. There's there's shades of Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, what about John Houston investigating Henry Fonda's company? What about Shelley Winters? Like they're all just gone about halfway, maybe three quarters of the way into this movie. All their plot lines are dropped. They just disappear. <laughs> they quit. They quit the movie and left. <laughs> so it's just. Uh... It bums me out that it's such a mess because on paper, it's a masterpiece for me. Honestly, giant octopus, John Houston and Shelley Winters as siblings, the potential for scuba diving, orca, killer orcas that that hunt an octopus with a, a nice gay couple on their boat. And it's you're telling me it's terrible? Please believe us. I know that we're probably making this sound like it's something you really want to and or got to see. No. Take our word for it. It's just, <laughs> it's a slog. It's a slog. You fast forwarded. I watched it. It took me two days to watch it. <laughs> you had to break it up. I had to break it up because I got so bored. Two days. It took me two days. And that doesn't happen either. You know, like... So I had I had a little wine in me, which I like never do. And so I was sauced up. Like, I mean, I should have if 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 a sauced up wine, Anthony, is not receptive to this film, I don't see a world where anybody responds to this film. If this pedigree doesn't have me responding to this film, right? Shelly Winters as Tilly Turner. That's all I need. <laughs> Even if we never saw the octopus at all, like, like, theoretically, it's all I need. And it's just, it's an incoherent, boring ass fucking mess. Yeah. At least they got her name right. 
Tilly Turner. Tilly Turner. <laughs> they had the name. They had the ink farts. Three writers. I mean, maybe they maybe they were just there to proofread like the dot matrix bot script. But I don't understand how any like I just that it's like that thing you know um, when uh, what was that that Anne Rice book where Armand oh Armand the vampire Armand where he's like painting like God like moves his paintbrush and they say not by human hands as they watch him paint like this movie was not made by human hands this movie it just materialized but was awful it's awful maybe this movie is a dream that I had. That that then that then manifested in real life and became and traveled through time and became tentacles because it like so much of it is stuff that I love but it's all fucked up like a dream is yeah Shelley Winters had a sombrero right <laughs> right that's something I would dream about absolutely yeah. and then you were so you were in your fever dreams over the course of two days dreaming this and then alessa gillespie walked up to you and was like i can make them all suffer <laughs> and then materialized your dreams into real into silent hill reality it's a this is this or like this is what happened as i said oh god all i want out of life is a movie where shelly winters Loves to scuba dive and has to fight like a giant octopus. And then the monkey's paw curled. (laughs) (laughs) And we got tentacles. That's empirically what happened. (laughs) It's the only rational explanation. Stacy's monkey paw. Because like beyond the door is terrible, but it's like it makes sense as a movie this movie just doesn't make sense but it's in beyond the door like fun it's fun i mean any movie where it's like juliet mills is levitating and doing the pea soup <laughs> thing is gonna be fun I've, I've only seen part three where the the train famously hits a boat in the middle of a lake uh, he directed that as well didn't he i th- i would hope so because that's a masterpiece and it is it it makes no sense. It's full of sequences that go on forever, but it's fun. And it's just so bonkers that you you kind of have to love it, you know? But n- I don't know. No such... Maybe because... Well, Beyond the Door was one of the... It was a American masquerade... Or an Italian masquerading as American production. So I don't, I don't know what the difference is. Something's lost in trans... Maybe there was just too much Americanness happening that he lost his way as a filmmaker that could be that could be but i think you hit the key word is like fun this movie isn't fun it has the promise of fun with like the baby immediately getting wiped out and literally a dude with a peg leg swabbing a poop dick (laughs) and he gets taken out you know what i mean and you know that you've got Shelley Winters on the way and John Houston is great in this. And he's like, you know, it's just, there's so much that points you in one direction, but you find out that you've been going the other way the whole time. And it's just misery. It's just misery. You can't even be saved by the whale prog rock by the, the, I love the people like that. They clearly just had people doing the orca sounds. Like when they aren't the Wilhelm Cheetah, like it was just, it was just like Italian guys being like, <laughs> it is so weird. So I, I should, by all means, once again, we should love this, but it's just, it's just unbearable. And I fast forwarded and I, I, I didn't feel like a monster because this movie was just, 
it's just not it. Because I took two nights, like I said, you know, like that'll break up a mood, but clearly I wanted the mood to be broken up because the mood was, I'm going to ink fart in front of my own face so that <laughs> I don't have to see this anymore, you know? <laughs> you know, you could monetize that. You know what? If I open an OnlyFans <laughs> and where I was just blasting ink farts all the time, people would pay. Do you have to be in water for an ink fart to work? Are you submerged? Yeah, at least my bottom half is, sure. Yeah, so but you're not mermaid adjacent. You're not like well, one of those. Well, I was going to say maybe I'm like a mermaid, except I'm like more like an Ursula, like I'm half octopus. Or oh, that's good. Because I just I just don't trust like the mermaid people. You know those. You know the people I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. We're not. We don't yuck yums on this show. But I just I'm not yucking. I just say I don't. I don't trust it when you put on a mermaid tail and like take pictures. But I do love this this response to it. <laughs> Yeah, this is my feminist reappropriation. Yes, this is Gorilla Girls, but she's Ursula ink farting in her uh, (laughs) submergible vessel. Listen, if it gets me some OnlyFans money so I can buy those Mama Moon tickets. Right? And then then you'll have a real job like Larsa Pippen. That's right. Exactly. All of this said, I do want to suggest to you, Anthony, that hopefully you didn't fast forward the scene where the two divers were in that tube boat. Yes, 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 yes. on the ocean floor. I was like, we got to get one of those. <laughs> we need a tube boat. <laughs> Picture it, listeners. This is the way you don't have to watch the movie. It's a, it's a, it's a tube with seats in it. So you're like, it's like a log flume kind of thing, except it's like a tube boat that goes like, and you like scoot around the ocean floor. And I just love that they weren't like in the thing. It was like they were riding the tube boat. They just just hop on. And the moment I saw it, I was like, we have to get one of those. Well, you know, that's, I mean, I, 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 I could feel you thinking that over in the other room. And so I uh, I already went ahead and purchased it, and I figure we could do our coastal live show tour. <laughs> but all of our shows are at Mar- Marina Marinas Marinas Marinas, <laughs> <laughs> and so we just we just two boat up out, and then we just come out with our briefcase, and then we just set it down, you know, pull down a projector and get out our microphones, and then the townspeople wave us goodbye at the end and we just put the gear back on like Shelly Winters and then we just get right back in that tube boat. I'm here for it. Off we go to, you know... Puerto Vallarta! Exactly there. (laughs) We have a huge listener following (laughs) down there. Oh, man. Well, that would be... That would uh, make this movie have been worthwhile. Yeah. If we can do that. My new OnlyFans career, our new tube boat tour everything happens for a reason oh man this movie stunk it was just awful and now let's never speak of it again and (laughs) with all of that said stacy are you ready to hop into the tube boat all the way up to the top of the great value pyramid uh that's a yes that's not an ink fart i was gonna ask that's a boat motor okay
Yeah, man, this is going to be our shortest episode ever. But you know what? This movie just stunk, y'all. Who wants to talk about it? Sorry to anybody who saw our update on Monday and said, all right, I'll watch it. Oh, my God. And if you wanted a longer show for your commute or something, like, you're just going to have to go back and listen to another one. And don't, just don't come near this movie. (laughs) So, yeah, the pyramid, yo. Right! Great Value Pyramid. It's our game show here on Gaylords of Darkness, where we create six categories uh, that we have to give clues to the other person. There is a clue giver and a clue guesser. The clue giver lists off things, you know, movies, phrases, uh, anything to allude to what is on the category. The the guesser guesses, if you successfully guess the six categories in 60 seconds, then you win. And uh, your your time, if you have any time left over, carries over to the next player. Isn't, isn't that nice? But if you don't manage to make it in 60 seconds, you get your head chopped off by the heads day. I don't remember. All I remember about last week is that we both died ignominious. Abject failure. Abject failure, deaths, pathetic, I think is the word that best describes it. Yeah, that's accurate. So I don't know who died first or second. Well, then I will ask you first, if you're ready. Okay. Oh, sure. Okay. Sure, sure. Okay. Let me get my stopwatch and... Okay. Okay. Consent check. you <laughs> good to go. Your Great Value Pyramid begins in three, two, one. Uh, a, a yellow raincoat and a see-through mask. A blue cover. Oh, uh, things that uh, Alice Sweet Alice Killer uses. Uh, um, oh, a, a hockey killer. mask. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, like Slasher Killer. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I, I make the music for House by the Cemetery. You you see me in concert. Oh, Samuel Prince says. Uh, yes. Uh, pray. Um, Blood Quantum. Um, uh, native horror movies. Indigenous yes, horror movies. yes. Uh, brains, brains. Things send, a zombie says. Send more paramedics. Things Tarman says. Things uh, a zombie says from Return of the Living. Yes, Dead. yes. Okay. Uh, um, uh, scream. Halloween. Oh, Psycho. Psycho. Halloween. Scream. Were uh, one movie slasher titles? No, one word slasher titles. No, Scream Two, Halloween Two, uh, Psycho, Psycho. Um, pass. Okay, uh, a beard. Um, uh, shit. Psycho, Psycho, Psycho. Psycho, Psycho, Psycho. Scream, Scream Two, Halloween. It's. It's a cruel category. I don't know how I am supposed to convey the thing. I, this was a massive failure on my part. <laughs> oh, okay. It, it's. Do you want to know? Yeah. It was movies with Loomises. Oh. But I literally, I have no idea how to convey that other than just naming three movies. <laughs> Damn, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. But listen, very noble effort until that until then. Sure. Quite noble. I'm dead. You're dead. You're dead. Well, fine. Let's see how you do. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. Now the tables have turned.
and it is your turn. Oh. Step up to the pyramid and see how you do. <laughs> well, I'm a ghost now. <laughs> That's true. That, that does change your voice in that way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you've got 60 seconds to see how far you get. Big shot. In three, two, one, now. Um, uh, oh, no, I'm the same me I always was, I swear. <laughs> oh, invasion of body snatcher. Thanks in body snatcher say. Thanks, Poppy. Oh, yeah, thing. Um, uh, because there was a prank played on them and they got caught on fire. Because there was a prank played on them and they ended up in bed with a- Oh, tr- triggering events for yeah, slasher yeah. killers. Yeah, um, uh, Memento Mori. Um, K- Korean horror films. The, films in a girl's school. The Woods. Uh, g- uh, movies with tragic gay romances. Horror, girl school, romance films. Uh, close enough to the thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Linda, Annie- uh beth um uh, queens and queen best um, friends of uh final girls um sure ding ding uh, what <laughs> pandorum um horror movies in space yeah <laughs> you died though but also like it, it sounded as though i didn't exactly get some of my <laughs> well this like how close is close enough like okay the you know the memento mori one and all that was movies with haunted schools oh like girl schools whatever so i feel like it was you were i don't know that i got that all right well then you died earlier and then the other (laughs) one is um Oh, no, I shouldn't have given you this one, probably, maybe. Well, it was, the category was characters who are not the final girl. Oh. Now, final girl's best friends are technically characters who are not the final girl. But, so is that the same thing? So is that the same thing? Because that could also be, like, Sheriff Brackett. Right. But I would only name girls. Because I was thinking of girls, because, you know, I'm a leslie. (laughs) <laughs> Unless I'm thinking about Claude Akins, I'm probably thinking about girls. Or Marjo Gortner. Or Mar- <laughs> Who are you? Nobody knows. I am unknowable. Yeah, that's cool. Well, once again, we're both dead. Once again, that minute goes by so quickly. And here you were thinking. Is this game too easy? We're going to win every week, are we? are going to get too good, and people are going to be so bored. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we're, we're backsliding. We're, like, worse than we were when we started, I think. Than ever before. <laughs> well. It's still fun, though. It's still a good time. Well, listeners, have you have some work to do this week. You have to listen to Mama Moo Plus. Yep. And you have to go vote in the people's gayies, right? That's still happening. It's still happening. It is happening through the end of day, Monday, April 10th. And let me tell you, there are some categories that are just, I am, I am 
I am trying to do my breathing exercises. I'm trying to be present, but I am just, I am just losing it, wanting to know who's going to win. So, I mean, there, there is some, there, there are going to be some controversial results. So, I mean, get in there and make your voice heard, people. It's, it's kind of incredible what we're seeing. So, please vote. Where do people do this? Where do people do this? Well, they go to our website, gaylordsofdarkness.com, where you can also access, you know, our social media, our store with our new holographic stickers. Uh, And if you click the banner that comes up at the very top, it's a little purple banner, you click that and it directly links you to the Google form where you can do it easily for free without even having to sign up. Wowee, that's easy. I know, isn't it easy? I love that it's easy. It's 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 the most un-Gaylords thing we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so simple. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back next week. Animals Run Amok will continue. This is not going to dissuade or discourage us from this path we're on. Absolutely not. I mean, we still have, we still have like, um, uh, we have a pit in the back of the manor that's just full of character actors waiting to walk into this <laughs> yeah. month. Yeah. Ugh. So we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. Until then, you know, beware the tentacles, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Is it over? It's glowing and spinning on its own, so I'm gonna guess yes. Ah, oh, oh my god! god. Oh, oh my god. god! Tune in next time for more Gaylords of Ha, 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 ha.